It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is August 14th, 2018. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. Oh, thank you, Bill. And again, Bill always gets some good news articles. And, and Bill, you pulled one out of the hat this time. Tightening transfer rules for the GI Bill. What's going on there? Well, Gary, as you uh, can recall, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, this uh, expansion or change to the, uh, the, the uh, GI Bill for post-9-11. But uh, two of the major uh, uh, veteran service organizations have taken uh, exception to some provisions here. That's by the American Legion and the Veterans of Foreign Wars. Uh, as uh, you will further recall, that the bill, uh, uh, the update uh, started last month uh, with uh, allows uh, GI Bill benefits to families to transfer. The veteran or the active duty person can uh, uh, transfer uh, uh, those uh, benefits after a minimum of six years of service. However, if uh, at the 16th year of total service uh, for the active duty person, uh, that is the uh, end point in making that transfer. So... This is not setting well with the uh, American Legion and the VFW, and they um, they're asking the um, the Department of Defense to uh, reconsider this and maybe carry this on a little bit further. So um, it's uh, you know the, the the GI Bill forever as it's called, and when it first started out as post nine eleven, it's probably one of the most comprehensive education bills that we've had, but uh, uh, there's a restriction here in terms of the transfer uh, of the veteran of uh, their rights to family members. Wow. So what you're saying, after 16 years, I can transfer to a family member. Is that correct? If you're still on active duty at that time, yes. Right. Okay. The minimum uh, the minimum amount of service is six years. At sixteen years total service, uh, you have to make a decision at that point. If not, in terms of whether you want to transfer, that ends the uh, the eligibility to do that. All right. All right. That's a good article, Bill. Thank now, you. Bill. All right. Now you have the honor of introducing our guest, and, and this is quite of uh, quite an organization. And, Gary, indeed, it is an honor to introduce Bill Ivey, who is the executive director. Bill is originally from Minnesota. He's a retired infantryman who served 31 years in the United States Army, mostly in light, airborne, and ranger units. Bill commanded units from platoon through brigade and served on several joint and army staffs, the U.S. Uh, forces J Japan, including the staff of the uh, 8th Army in Korea, and as Deputy Task Force Commander in Iraq. Following Bill's retirement from the Army, he joined the Army's Asymmetric War Group. And this is a, un a unique unit that combined retired senior military with senior active duty personnel to end with and advise units in Iraq and Afghanistan. Bill's seven years there as an operational advisor took him back to Korea, Iraq, and Afghanistan. 
Bill has joined the Homes for Our Troops as its executive director in January 2014. Homes for Our Troops is a privately funded nonprofit organization that builds mortgage-free, specially adapted custom homes for the most severely injured veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan, enabling them to rebuild their lives. To date, our homes for our troops have built 260 homes in 42 states. A remarkable accomplishment. Bill Ivey uh, resides in Georgia with his wife, Debbie. They have two daughters, Heather, who is a mechanical engineer, and Kelly, an Army medevac pilot. Bill Ivey, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome to the show, sir. Well, thank you very much, Bill. Gary, how are you guys doing today? Oh, doing, doing great. great. Doing great. <laughs> all right. Now, uh, Bill, why don't you tell us all about how, how actually the Homes for Our Troops uh, was formed? Absolutely. Uh, homes for Our Troops started in 2004, and it was started by a builder in uh, Massachusetts who read about an Army, uh, Massachusetts Army National Guard soldier who had lost both of his arms uh, while serving in Iraq. Uh, the founder uh, drove down to Walter Reed, introduced himself to this soldier, and uh, told him that he was going to build a specially adapted home for him so that when he recovered and retired from the military, uh, he could continue on with rebuilding his life. Uh, he did that. He came back to Massachusetts and lined up suppliers and subcontractors and trades, and, and they built a home uh, for this soldier. But the soldier told him that uh, that was great. But there were so many people that were more badly injured than he was. He really felt that he could not accept a home if if uh, that was the only one that uh, our founder was going to build. So uh, that's what was the genesis uh, to start the uh, organization in 2004. That soldier's doing well uh, in his home. He's actually finished that home in 2005. Uh, he has taken up painting. He's quite a talented artist and owns his own uh Art uh, art gallery that he, where he sells his his work and the work of others. So he's he's actually getting on and doing exactly what uh, what we envision for our veterans is rebuilding his life and getting back into things. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. You know, this organization after going through the website and uh, learning more about it, um, you, you're spread all over the United States, aren't you? We are. Our our tagline here at Homes for Our Troops is building homes and rebuilding lives. And although we think that building a specially adapted mortgage-free home for a veteran uh, where he wants to live is important, the really important thing we do is we assist our veterans <clears throat> to rebuild their lives. So one of the things that makes us different is we stay with our veterans from the time they're in the home until they're forever. It's family. So one of the keys to that is building where they want to live. So we've built uh, those 260 homes in 42 states, as you mentioned, because it doesn't make sense to put a veteran into a, a fully accessible mortgage-free home if it's a place where he or she does not care to live. Um, and, Bill, you have a question? Well, uh, a comment first, uh, uh, Bill. I, you know, this is remarkable of uh, this uh, mission that uh, the organization has taken on and uh, and to be uh, across the country is, is further remarkable. Also, you've got an outstanding website here that's uh, very comprehensive in the things that you do. Now, I um, there, there's a map here that you have that indicates all of the locations across the country, and uh, it seems like uh, you're in just about every state in the country. I I think I identified maybe about two or three uh, uh, that, that you're not there, but that this is remarkable. How does one who uh, uh, meets the the, uh, the requisite uh, uh, consideration for getting into this pro program, how do they start the process uh, to become involved and in get your assistance? That's a great question, Bill. Uh, we build for the most severely injured veterans from uh, the conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan. So generally that means it's uh, the majority of our veterans are multiple amputees, paralyzed, or have severe traumatic brain injury. 
the, the quickest way to apply to us is to go to our website, www.hfotusa.org, and contact our intake folks. Uh, we've got phone numbers on there. They can contact us by email, contact us by phone, uh, send a letter uh, to, our, to our address in Taunton, Massachusetts, but let us know that they're interested. And I have uh, two folks whose entire mission in life is to assist veterans who have been severely injured in Iraq or Afghanistan to apply to the program. The first prerequisite uh, to, be a, to come into the family is to be badly injured enough to qualify for special adaptive housing benefits from the veterans, from the VA. Uh, essentially, that means loss of or loss of use of two or more limbs. So the VA makes that determination. Uh, so you have a, uh, a standard that is set by Congress, loss of, loss of, or loss of use of two or more limbs, and then the VA making the determination. We then take it to the next step and do a very thorough background check uh, on the veterans in terms of uh, finances, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, <clears throat> that sort of thing, because the whole idea is setting these guys and gals up for success going forward. If they have an issue in an area, uh, we will link them up with another nonprofit and help them resolve that problem. If their only issue is that their finances are, are a bit of a mess, uh, we will bring them into the program early with our financial planners. Part of, part of assisting our veterans with rebuilding their lives is linking each veteran with a financial planner on a pro bono basis for three years. So the veteran is building a solid financial foundation as well as having a fully accessible mortgage-free home in which to live. Uh, there is no charge to the veterans monetarily for living in the homes. Uh, but, of course, they have the normal homeowner responsibilities, insurance, taxes, utilities, maintenance, and repairs. So we want to make sure that all of our veterans are set up for success before we hand them the keys and that we know that their income is going to allow them to cover their homeowner expenses. Now, Bill, as I, as I understand it, that once uh, uh, an applicant gets through this process and the agreement is established, you maintain uh, uh, the organization... Uh, maintains a continued relationship with that veteran, uh, I guess, forever. Explain to our uh, listening audience uh, uh, what's included in it and what you do in staying with the veteran after they've been uh, uh, set up in the home. Well, we have uh, one group of folks in the organization. Their sole mission in life is to follow up with our veterans uh, to ensure that they're not having problems, and if they are having problems, then assisting them with that. We continue to build our network of other nonprofits, government entities, and corporations so that we can we link one of our veterans with an organization that can help them solve whatever problem that he or she may be having, preferably uh, geographically local to where that veteran is living. We also have what we call our Veterans Action Advisory Team, which is six of our veterans and one of our veteran spouses who do peer mentoring uh, for our veterans and can assist them with challenges they're having. I can, I can talk to our veteran soldiers to soldier, but I can't talk to our veterans double-leg amputee to double-leg amputee. And sometimes they just need someone who has, has been through the, the challenges of being severely wounded, uh, gone through the challenges of recovery, or still going through the challenges of recovery that they can talk to and, and actually understand the challenges, the truly understand the challenges our veterans are having. So that. That Veterans Action Advisory Team is absolutely uh, a fantastic tool that we have to, uh, to do that peer mentoring. So we, you know, we try not to hound our veterans. Uh, some we're in very constant contact with. Some uh, say, hey, check in with me once a quarter and we'll be good to go. Uh, we also have uh, all of our folks are always watching Facebook uh, and other uh, social media to see if if something's out there that might be disturbing, if we see something that might indicate one of our veterans is having an issue, we'll get on the phone or get someone out to see that individual and get them linked up with appropriate resources to help them as they move forward with rebuilding their lives. All right. We're going to quick take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. 
for those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Bill Ivey, with Homes for Our Troops. And, and uh, Bill, you had a question just before we were, went on a break. Well, yes, Gary, Uh, again, and this is attributed to the uh, very comprehensive website uh, at Homes for Our Troops, and uh, there's a model home there, which I think it's called the Model of Freedom. Bill, uh, explain uh, uh, and sort of describe that to our listening audience. Sure. The the homes that we build for our veterans are a single-story home, uh, about 2,650 square feet. So it's, it's a nice size home. It's big enough to raise a family, but not so large that utilities and taxes will become a burden for the veteran. We build a single-story home uh, so that the veteran does not have uh, access problems when using his or her wheelchair. There are over 40 major adaptations, uh, special adaptations in these homes to make everything in the home completely accessible to an individual in a wheelchair. So the whole concept behind the home design is to restore some of the freedom and independence our veterans have lost or sacrificed while they were defending our freedom and independence uh, downrange in Iraq or Afghanistan. And so everything is accessible to someone in a wheelchair. So uh, doorways and hallways are naturally wider. But a lot of things people don't think about uh, if they're not in a wheelchair. We put hardwood floors in the homes because carpets and wheelchairs are not a good combination. Uh, windows are a little bit lower, and they slide left and right. Uh, light switches are a little bit lower. Electrical outlets are a little bit higher. Subtle changes that don't really meet the eye, but makes life completely accessible to an individual in a wheelchair. All of the sinks are roll-under sinks. We have roll-under countertops in the kitchen, roll-under stovetop with the controls for the stove along the front end so a veteran in a wheelchair is not reaching across a hot burner to, to adjust temperature. Uh, roll-in shower. The master bedroom, uh, master bathroom is the, based on the feedback we've, we get from our veterans, the, the main feature that they really enjoy because that allows the veteran to take care of himself or herself, get ready in the morning, and move off to, to school, to work, or whatever they may be doing. So the roll-in shower has an L-shaped bench in it, so a veteran can wheel into the shower, transfer from the chair to the bench, take a shower, get cleaned up, not, uh, not get the chair wet, and everything's good to go. The bathroom also has a, a tub with a dual-action whirlpool and bubble jet action, uh, based on feedback from our veterans uh, that... Uh, Different types of therapies based on their injuries require different types of water action. Kohler donates the high-end fixtures in our homes to us, and we provided that feedback to Kohler, and they have a, they have adapted the tub. Uh, so it's it's making it that much more useful for our veterans as they go forward. The master bedroom closet is a steel-reinforced concrete storm room that we built to FEMA Level 5 standards so that if a veteran and his or her family is living in a place where there are tornadoes, uh, they can shelter right there in the master bedroom closet, 
everything is good to go. Uh, it's got about a 750, 800-pound closet door, the largest closet door I've ever seen. But uh, it uh, allows them, that again, that, that freedom and independence and ensures that uh, they don't have to go someplace to shelter in the case of a storm. Uh, we build all of our homes with a full home generator so that if the veteran loses power due to a storm or whatever the case may be, the generator kicks in, and they are not without the electricity that they may need to to take care of medical devices or just you know, normal keep the refrigerator running and, and, and uh, electricity going. The shower uh, and the tub also have a digital temperature control so that the veterans who have been burned and have lost some of that sensation in their arms or their legs can set the temperature so they know what, what temperature shower they're going into or very importantly for some of our uh, double arm amputees when they're giving their children a bath they know exactly what the temperature of the water is that they're going to put the children into. So the whole idea is building these homes uh, so that they're completely accessible to the veterans. Uh, the models that we build today are a little bit different than what we were building several years ago because we get feedback every year from our veterans on what works and what doesn't work. Some things might look good on a set of plans, but after, after you live in that home in a wheelchair for a while to find out it wasn't quite as good an idea as you thought it was. So that, that constant feedback from our veterans, and that's another function that our Veterans Action Advisory team provides is for getting that feedback from the veterans, allows us to improve the plan as we go forward. When the veteran comes into the program, they have a number of choices they can make. First, a choice, of course, is the location of where they, where, where they want us to build. Then they can choose uh, two basic models, kitchen in front or kitchen in the back. And they can also choose whether they want a four-bedroom home or a three-bedroom home with, a, with an office and a little more storage space. And, of course, they, can ch- they choose the, the hardwood flooring, the cabinetry, the color schemes, and then there's three different elevations. Uh, on the exterior that they can choose to get the look that they want. Uh, of course, we do tell our veterans if they're married, uh, bring bring your spouse with you because you probably don't want to be making those decisions without your spouse <laughs> involved in it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's unreal. So, Bill, so, uh, 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 this is, uh, uh, again, I'm being repetitive about how remarkable this is. But let's say uh, uh, for for a situation where there's something even more uh, that requires uh, some some special adjustments, uh, the uh, veterans that you serve, uh, uh, can they go into the VA and be assisted further with uh, a program I think that they have? It's called the the, the HISA program, the Home uh, Improvement Structural one-time grant of, uh, I think it's about $6,800, plus some of the things that, based on their uh, uh, the, the, the degree of their disability, that they, they come in and do those things uh, without charge. They can do that. Uh, what we try to do, Bill, is, is tailor the home to the injuries. So, for example, uh, for our triple and quadruple amputees, or our uh, or our quadriplegics, veterans that are, that, have, uh, that are quadriplegic, we will put additional features into the home. So, for example, we have a lift lift system in the master bedroom that will allow a caregiver to get a veteran uh, who is so severely injured, as I just described, up out of the bed and into the into the bathroom. Then it breaks off into the shower, breaks off to the into the commode, breaks off to the sinks so that uh, it, it makes it a little bit easier for the caregiver to, uh, to assist the veteran. We will also put uh, more voice-activated uh, controls into a home for an individual who has lost, either lost all three, three or four limbs or lost the use of three or four limbs. So temperatures, lights, uh, sliding windows that are voice-activated in the master bedroom. So we try to tailor the, uh, tailor the home to the injuries of the veteran as much as possible. I imagine, uh, 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 Bill, that there's been some success stories uh, with uh, many of the uh, veterans that you've assisted there and how this kind of exposure to have a home such as this uh, to change their lives around and to the point that they can still continue uh, as a normal person 
and uh, and uh, and live a, a a a successful life. We have a lot of success stories, and that's how we really measure our our progress. Bill is, of course, we count the number of homes that we build, but our our real success story is what our veterans do once they're in the home. Uh, I've got a couple of stats that. Are, uh, we surveyed all of our veterans uh, this last March to get a before and after. Uh, bef- you know, what was your life like before you moved into the Homes for Troops home, and what is your what is your life like now? And we had about 64% re- response rate, which is pretty good for a survey. Uh, so in in the in the arena of education, uh, prior to moving into their homes, uh, 12% of our veterans and 8% of our spouses, veteran spouses or caregivers. Uh, either had a, a trade certification or college degree, or they were working on a trade certification or college d- degree. Uh, after moving into the home, uh, that percentage jumped from 12% for the veterans to 69% for our veterans. And the really amazing stat that jumped out at me is prior to moving into the home, only 8% of the spouses and caregivers were able to, to work on a college degree or a trade certification. After moving in, 90% of the spouses and caregivers are, are able to, uh, to continue their education and their training. So that's, that's a good indicator of getting on with rebuilding their lives. Uh, 21% of our veterans uh, were employed prior to moving into their home. 35% are employed afterwards. Again, on the spouse and caregiver side, only 15% of the spouses and caregivers were able to work prior to moving into the home, but because of the freedom and independence that the Homes for Our Troops Homes provides the veteran, 54% of the spouses and caregivers are able to get back into the workforce. Uh, when we look at their finances, and again, as I mentioned, we, we link all of our veterans up with a, a pro bono financial planner for a three-year period. And, of course, not having to pay rent or a mortgage anymore, uh, 37% said their income has has increased since moving into their home, 58% have paid down their debt, and 57% have increased their savings. So again, that's allowing our veterans to plan for the future, whether it's putting money aside for sending uh, children to college, uh, planning for retirement, planning for vacations. Uh, a number of our veterans have started their own businesses or nonprofits or gone to work for other nonprofits. Uh, but one of the things that the stats that really jumped out at me that I like is is the ability to volunteer in the community and give back. Uh, prior to moving into the home, only 12% of our veterans really had the time or the ability to to give back to the community. After moving in, 67% are giving back and continuing that service and that drive to serve others that caused them to come into the military in the first place. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Again, and you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. 
If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Bill Ivey, with Homes for Our Troops. And, and again, you know, uh, as far as people helping, what can, how can we help you, uh, Bill? Well, Gary, I always tell folks there are three things they can do to, uh, to help Homes for Our Troops. The number one thing anybody can do to help us is if you're lucky enough to have, uh, have one of our veterans moving into your community, Welcome our veteran and their family into the community. Wrap your arms around them and help them get going again with rebuilding their lives because that's really the key to assisting these guys and gals to, to recover from these significant injuries that they've, they've incurred serving their country and moving on with rebuilding their lives. So that number one thing folks can do for us is, is welcome our veterans into the community and, and assist them with rebuilding their lives. Uh, the second thing folks can do is spread the word and tell folks we're out there. Uh, since our inception in 2004, nearly 90 cents of every dollar that we've spent has gone to supporting our mission. Now, that's a good thing to, to keep most yes. of the money going to the mission, but the, the not-so-good thing is it doesn't leave a whole lot of money for advertising or marketing. So we, we don't buy TV commercials. We've got a, a public service announcement that's out there, but, but those are free. Uh, and we don't pay spokes, paid. We don't have any paid spokespersons. So if you ever do see or hear a famous person talking about homes for our troops, you know they're doing it because they really believe in the cause. So we rely on the American people to get the word out and tell folks that we exist. And we realize that's a that's a slow way to grow a business, but we think it's the right way to grow a business because I want to be able to look a donor in the eye, whether it's someone who has signed up for our monthly giving program, Operation Lasting Support and contributes $10 a month or $15 a month, or someone who writes a $100,000 check, and can look them in the eye and say, you know, 88, 89, 90 cents of every dollar that you just donated is going to the mission. We, uh, we don't see ourselves as a charity. We are a nonprofit, but we don't see this work as charity work. We see this as our ability to help the American people repay a debt we owe these men and women that have made such significant sacrifices. So we rely on the American people to, to fund our organization. Uh, 70% of our revenue is individual donors and foundations supporting us. So we rely on the American people to get the word out also. And we think growing the business slow and right by word of mouth is, is the right way to do it or great opportunities like this radio show to get the word out there. So the number, number two thing folks can, t- can do for us is tell people that we exist and let them know that we're out there and send them to our website. Uh, the third thing, of course, folks can do is uh, we, are, we are a privately funded organization relying on the generosity of the American people and corporations. Is they, can, they can fundraise for us or they can donate. And we have an entire page on our website uh, dedicated to ways that people can fundraise. And you're really only, only uh, bounded by your imagination on, on how to raise money to assist these great Americans who have sacrificed so much. So getting involved is important. Um, again, our website is www.hfotusa.org, hfotusa.org. And you can go on there and see how you can assist. Uh, we list all of our veterans on our webpage by state, so folks around the country can go to their state pull up and see where we've already built for veterans and, uh, and where we're going to build for veterans. So, for example, in Florida, uh, we've completed 15 homes for veterans in the state of Florida. We currently have 13 that are either under construction or they're in the permitting phase. In fact, we'll finish two of those homes in the next 60 days. And then we have six more homes in Florida that we'll complete in 2019. And then we have two veterans in Florida that we're looking for land at this point in time. So a total of 30 veterans our veterans projects in Florida at this point in time. So folks can go to the website, pull up their state, see what's going on or what will be going on, and, and get involved. And, of course, we love to have people come out and support our veterans. Uh, with each of our builds, we do three events. We do a community kickoff event to introduce the veteran and his or her family to the community, get folks excited about uh, the project that's upcoming and, and the veteran and his or her family that are going to be moving in. 
we, we pay general contractors to build our homes. Uh, we're building a custom home, and we find it, it, it works a lot better to, to pay an expert to build a home that we expect our veterans to be able to live in for the rest of their lives. So the volunteer aspect comes in the opportunity to do what we call our volunteer day, which is where we do the landscaping for our veterans. So when we get to the volunteer day, we've already put in the irrigation system, so the veteran's not going to be out moving sprinklers around. We lay sod, we plant trees, plant bushes, so when the veteran and his or her family move in, that home is ready to go, and it's completely landscaped. Then the third event we do is a key ceremony where we do a little bit of speechifying. Uh, The veteran speaks. Uh, We raise the American flag because we build all of our homes with a flagpole. Uh, the veteran cuts a, a yellow ribbon, and then uh, folks can come in and tour the home and see the feet, see the uh, the 40 major adaptations that we have in these homes that makes the home completely accessible to an individual in a wheelchair. All right. Now, Bill Ivy, could you explain to us, give us a little, maybe, how about a story? I just changed my mind. <laughs> you have a nice, successful story you can tell us? Absolutely. We have got um, one of our veterans uh, who actually lives in uh, in Frederick, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a Marine. Uh, was injured in Fallujah in 2004. He lost uh, his left arm and his right leg. Uh, came back. Uh, was uh, medically retired from the Marine Corps. Uh, being the great kind of guy he is, he he, he told his. Uh, his fiance that you know if she wanted to walk he'd be good with that he understood being the great fiance that she was she said i didn't i didn't marry you for your arms and your legs i want to marry you for who you are they've got married uh he has since gone back to school on the gi bill and completed his bachelor's degree uh they have a son who is now in uh, in elementary school he is uh, he has worked for nonprofits uh in the maryland area he's currently finishing up a master's degree at uh, Georgetown University, and he is also on our board of directors uh, at Homes for Our Troops. And, and he is a tremendous guy. He's got his private pilot's license, All right. uh, rides an adapted motorcycle, and just uh, the greatest guy you'd ever want to be with. And, he, and he's, he's truly doing what we want our veterans to do, is rebuilding his life and moving on. Uh, since 2010, uh, when we started counting, we've had over 150 babies born into homes for our troops families, and to me, that wow. there's nothing better about rebuilding lives and getting that next generation moving forward and giving them a safe, uh, secure environment in which to grow up. That's fantastic, and Bill Forbes. <laughs> well, Gary is uh, Bill Ivy was speaking uh, without calling that veteran's name. Uh, I've located him, and uh, as Bill mentioned, he uh, uh, rides a motorcycle, and I see a photograph of him and uh, three of his uh, riding buddies. So this is uh, this is tremendous, and uh, this is some things uh, uh, that uh, you know have come out of this uh, this show that I think is uh, worth. Uh, passing on to folks here in the state of Maryland, and I certainly will do this. Bill, this is what I call veterans helping veterans, and I think this is the quickest and the fastest way getting past the red tape and all the other stuff that you have to deal with in the bureaucracy to help those who who need uh, help after serving this great nation. No, absolutely, Bill. It's uh, it's an opportunity to uh, to uh, again. Uh, we're not giving a handout to these veterans. Uh, we're repaying a debt that this country we think this country owes them, and that the American people are, can repay that debt. But it's giving them the opportunity to move forward and make make the the most of it, given the the challenges that they've had. You know, one one of the things we do to assist them uh, after they move into the home is we put a lien on the home for for ten years. Uh, and during the first five years, they have no equity whatsoever, and then they, they, acqu- they accrue 20% equity a year for five years. So at the end of 10 years, they own that home free and clear. But, but what that does is it takes that young, hard-charging, single 23- or 24-year-old who figures he doesn't need a, uh, a four-bedroom home. I can sell this, live in a trailer, buy a couple of motorcycles, a couple of great cars, and, and get on with life. And, of course, that's not, 
that's not the intent of trying to help these guys and gals move forward. So right. uh, that, for lack of a better term, that lean keeps them honest because that, at the end, end of 10 years, uh, now they're established. You know, they've been in that community for 10 years. They're probably in their late 30s now. Most most of the guys and gals we build for are in their, their late 20s, early 30s. So now they're in their late 30s, early 40s. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but my wife would say, although she's got a lot of work to do on me yet, I was much better in my 30s than I was in my 40s in terms of uh, making good, mature decisions. So it's, it's setting these, these men and women up for success going forward. And again, us staying with them and linking them with organizations that are local to them to help them solve whatever problem they run into. Uh, is It's all about helping them rebuild their lives. And, Bill, you know, one of the things that you touched upon uh, earlier with uh, folks getting involved to assist both, I guess, in the volunteer uh, category and with uh, offering up their financial talents. Uh, and, and I think that this is very important, and I'd like for you to explain this to our to our listening audience. You've been recognized by Charity Watch, and most people are not aware of what, what Charity Watch is all involved in, but it's the way that you handle those donated dollars. The percentage, I think, that you may have mentioned earlier, that uh, if uh, 85, maybe to 90 cents out of each one of those donated dollars goes directly to the program as opposed to administrative costs or other non-program related costs. So Charity Watch is very important for our listening audience to to, uh, to know about. And I, I just uh, would, would ask you to, to talk about that a little bit in your recognition in Homes for Our Troops from uh, Charity Watch. Sure, absolutely. Charity Watch is, is a great organization that uh, that rates uh, nonprofits and rates charities, and, and they they, uh, they put a lot of focus on you know where is the money going. And as I said, since we since we started in 2004, nearly 90 cents of every dollar has gone to the mission. So we have an A rating from Charity Watch, which makes us one of their top-rated military charities and one of their top-rated charities. Uh, we have a. a, a GuideStar, which is another organization that rates charity, has given us uh, their platinum rating. And we meet all of the 20 criteria of the Better Business Bureau, uh, wise giving uh, assessments of nonprofits. So the, the whole idea is to, is to be transparent, to put the money to the, to the purpose that the donors have, have given it for, and being upfront with everybody about here's what we do, or there's no shell game. Uh, we're building homes and we're helping veterans rebuild their lives. So we get evaluated on an annual basis by these organizations, and we, and we always recommend folks go to go to those websites when they're thinking about finding a uh, a nonprofit or a charity to donate to, and and check out the evaluations. You know, don't don't take our word for it. See what those independent watchdogs do to uh, to keep an eye on things and and make sure that uh, people are getting the bang for their buck. Can't beat that. Can't think. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
for those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Bill Ivey, with Homes for Our Troops. Now, we want you to get involved, uh, and you can go to the website for that. And just to see what's near you, I guess they have a map that shows everything on the, on the uh, site. We, I guess we touched on that, didn't we, Bill? We do. We have a, have a map uh, that shows uh, where we have built and where we are building. And then you can also, on the website, go to the Building Homes tab, and you go down to Home home build projects map and that lists all of our states and when you when you click on the state it will bring up uh, all of our veterans in that state both the uh, the veterans for whom we've already built and the veterans we will be building for and you also have the community kickoffs the volunteer day the key ceremonies uh, everything that goes on it's all listed right exactly and, and we will announce all of those or we'll post them on the website uh, six weeks out. We try to stay six weeks out. Uh, sometimes it's five weeks out, kind of like we didn't always lock our training in in the Army six weeks out like we were supposed to. Uh, but generally five to six weeks out, we will put uh, put the, uh, the date, time, and locations for those build events. And, of course, anyone who is who has come onto our website and registered and has asked us to give them updates, we'll give them updates uh, for events that are taking place within an hour, hour and a half drive of where they live. Wow. So you you can sort of keep in touch. Um, I mean, we can sign up for maybe uh, news updates. Is that correct? Absolutely. Uh, And the easiest way to do that is by registering for one of our events or contacting us and saying that you would like to be on on an email roster for events happening in uh, whatever state someone happens to live in so we can keep keep people apprised of what's going on locally. All right. And what's your URL again? Our URL is www.hfotusa.org. All right. Now, we only have a couple minutes left, and it was a pleasure having you on the show this morning with us. And what would you like to share with our listeners in closing, Bill? Well, I'd like to thank everybody for uh, for listening in and, and urge them to get involved. Uh, as we mentioned, we have completed 260 specially adapted homes, custom homes in 42 states. Uh, we currently have 95 projects around the country. 52 of those are either in permitting or in construction, and another 43 are in the land search of, of phase of what we do. We have another 96 veterans that we are helping through the application process, both working with the, uh, the VA to get their special adaptive housing benefits approved and then bringing them through our, our process to bring them into the program. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Uh, the VA estimates that uh, over 2,000 veterans have been severely injured uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan in terms of loss of or loss of use of multiple limbs. So we've got a lot of work we still need to do. Uh, we continue to work hard to keep nearly 90 cents of every dollar uh, going to the mission, and we're not going to fall off of that. So uh, uh, you won't see us doing a lot of paid advertising, but we do urge folks to tell folks that we exist. You know, talk about us on social media, uh, retweet or put our, forward our Facebook posts, uh, talk about us at school, in the neighborhoods, family gatherings, at work, whatever the case may be, to get the word out to let folks know we're, we're there. But I think what I really want folks to remember that uh, in addition to all the other good things we do in terms of keeping the money going where it's supposed to go, building where the veteran wants to live, it's, it's our ability and our commitment to stay with our veterans for life. So the rebuilding lives aspect of it is really one of the things that makes us 
different from other organizations that build uh, build homes for veterans. The home is completely accessible to someone in a wheelchair, but we are completely committed to staying with our veterans for life, even if it's just checking in and finding out that everything's good to go and we'll check back in 90 days. It's about helping these guys and gals get going again, get back into get back into society, go back and get a degree, get a get a get a cert- trade certificate, get back into the workforce, or be a stay-at-home parent and allow the spouse to get back into the workforce, which is an option the spouse probably didn't have had they stayed on active duty. And uh, so it's it's all about helping these guys and gals rebuild their lives, and we're completely committed to staying with them as we move forward to to help them solve whatever issue they may have. All right. Well, thank you, Bill. And Bill Forbes? Well, Bill, thank you so much for your service to this great country of ours. And most importantly, thank you for the things that you do and continue to do with uh, Homes for Our Troops. Because it's, as we mentioned earlier, veterans helping veterans. And I think that that will get us to where we need to uh, continue to be in helping these men and women uh, maintain uh, dignity in their lives after serving our great nation. Right. Well, exactly. it's my pleasure. Um, um, I'm honored to be able to work uh, with and for these great Americans, uh, with this great uh, the great team we have here in Taunton, Massachusetts, that that uh, makes things happen around the country. Is a tremendous group of uh, dedicated people that are, are doing the right thing. And right. Uh, again, the. You, you just can't describe the feeling of handing keys to a wounded veteran and his or her spouse and, and knowing that we're going to be able to help them get moving again and get going with rebuilding their lives. I bet. Again, Bill, thanks. And if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website and syndicated on iTunes. You can also hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Be safe out there. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our